Welcome to the Culture Happens podcast, where we discuss the future of work and company culture. My name's Mary Rice, and I'm a recruiter for the customer success team here at HubSpot. What some of you may not know is I recently returned to work after being out of the workforce for almost five years. After the birth of our first child, I expected to jump back into my full-time role with no problem at all. Transitioning back after maternity leave was unexpectedly one of the more challenging times of my life. I truly underestimated the physical, mental, and emotional changes I would go through and just the overall pull and impact of this new being in our lives. We decided after about a year that what was best for our family was for me to leave the workforce, knowing that it didn't have to be permanent. Fast forward five years, and I feel incredibly fortunate to have found a company who has welcomed me back with great empathy. A few years ago, we launched a program in Dublin that is near and dear to my heart. It's called the Returners Program. It's meant to be a stepping stone for those who've been out of the workforce for a significant period of time and are ready to re-enter. During this program, we provide training, support, and growth opportunities to help you upscale your skills and transition back to work in a very meaningful way. After great success in Dublin, we brought the program to the U.S. in 2019, and applications for our May 2020 cohort in the U.S. and Dublin are now open. Why is this program so important? More than 60% of college graduates with bachelor's degree are women. And yet 43% of women in professional roles end up leaving their careers, typically at the stage when family life becomes increasingly complex, involving all types of relationship, family, and eventually elder care issues. According to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, women's workforce participation has been on the decline since 1999. In this episode, we're going to be talking to a really special guest about returning to work. Allison Robinson is the CEO and co-founder of The Mom Project. Allison, we're thrilled to be Welcome to the Culture Happens podcast, where we discuss the future of work and company culture. My name's Mary Rice, and I'm a recruiter for the customer success team here at HubSpot. What some of you may not know is I recently returned to work after being out of the workforce for almost five years. After the birth of our first child, I expected to jump back into my full-time role with no problem at all. Transitioning back after maternity leave was unexpectedly one of the more challenging times of my life. I truly underestimated the physical, mental, and emotional changes I would go through and just the overall pull and impact of this new being in our lives. We decided after about a year that what was best for our family was for me to leave the workforce, knowing that it didn't have to be permanent. Fast forward five years, and I feel incredibly fortunate to have found a company who has welcomed me back with great empathy. A few years ago, we launched a program in Dublin that is near and dear to my heart. It's called the Returners Program. It's meant to be a stepping stone for those who've been out of the workforce for a significant period of time and are ready to re-enter. During this program, we provide training, support, and growth opportunities to help you upscale your skills and transition back to work in a very meaningful way. After great success in Dublin, we brought the program to the U.S. in 2019, and applications for our May 2020 cohort in the U.S. and Dublin are now open. Why is this program so important? More than 60% of college graduates with bachelor's degree are women, 
And yet 43% of women in professional roles end up leaving their careers, typically at the stage when family life becomes increasingly complex, involving all types of relationship, family, and eventually elder care issues. According to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, women's workforce participation has been on the decline since 1999. In this episode, we're going to be talking to a really special guest about returning to work. Allison Robinson is the CEO and co-founder of The Mom Project. Allison, we're thrilled to have you on Culture Happens. Welcome. It's great to be here. Thank you for hosting me. Absolutely. So I want to first start off by giving our listeners a brief history of how you started the mom, the mom project. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so my journey uh, to entrepreneurship was really born from my own experience. Uh, so I spent about nine years at PNG. Uh, I started my career there in sales and figuring out how we could grow the P&G portfolio of brands at some of the biggest retailers across the country, like Costco, Walmart, Target. I love that job. It taught me how to sell to big companies and how they make buying decisions. Um, but my heart was really in the consumer side of, of what we did. And so I had a really exciting opportunity to move back to Cincinnati, uh, which is where I'm from. Um, to help lead our Pampers innovation team for North America. Um, so both product innovation, so how could we make diapers better, and commercial innovation, which was how do we reach our core consumer segment across the Pampers franchise, which was moms, and increasingly millennial moms. So in that role, I was getting to spend a lot of time at home with women, um, really observing their behavior and seeing what a massive impact technology was having, not only in the way that these women were, were buying our diapers to how they were engaging content, how they were working. And I was so inspired by moms, how hard they work to provide a better future for their family, um, whether that means putting themselves through school in the evenings um, to just doing everything they could. And that left me really inspired. And when I, I actually went on maternity leave from that role and I had my son Asher in, in July of 2015. And it was actually while I was at home with him that I read that over 40% of American women leave the workforce after having children. And to me, that, that just was such a massive opportunity because you've got millions of incredible women like yourself who, who are eager to contribute to the workforce, but they just need work that's compatible um, with their new responsibilities as mothers and parents. And so to me, if we could help close that gap and make it easier for women to get back to the workforce or stay in the workforce, that was a really exciting opportunity. Um, so I decided to leave my job uh, at P&G and, and start building this full time in April of 2016. Fantastic, fantastic. And, and what a great way to kind of get a glimpse into um, the working mom world before you even kind of moved into that with the project that you were on. That, that's pretty great how that, that kind yeah, of ended up uh, being pretty relevant experience for starting this business. Absolutely. So um, I read in your 2019 Building a Better Workplace report, um, and listeners brace yourselves because they're not pretty, and, and you touched upon this, Allison, as well. As part of its July 2019 report, 
FlexJob surveyed more than 2,000 women with children under the age of 18 living at home. Of those women, 31% said they wanted to return to work but couldn't because their job was too inflexible. 71% either left or considered leaving their job because it lacked flexibility. And more than half the moms who tried to negotiate flexible work arrangements with their employers, only 32% were successful. And further, um, 41% of women said it was difficult to restart their career. Um, gender imbalance is well known across companies, industries, and boardrooms. And a big key component to that imbalance is something that impacts 86% of women by the time they're 44 years of age, and that's motherhood. You've done a, you've really dove into understanding those factors that influence women's decision to keep working after becoming a mother to help employers like HubSpot hire these fantastic workers. Can you tell us what you found? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we've done a lot of research to, to understand what really drives engagement and satisfaction um, in the workplace for women and specifically mothers. There's two factors that we consistently find to be the most critical. The first is flexibility, um, which you spoke about. And I think flexibility we've learned takes so many different forms. I think often when, when companies hear flexibility, they think, you know, totally remote work. Um, they think part-time, but we found that there's so many other kind of variants of flexibility. For some, it's just a shorter commute. So one doesn't have to lose two hours in the day commuting into an office. Um, for some, it means less travel. Um, and so really getting that right flexibility that allows you to be an active parent and the most productive employee is, is kind of the most critical factor that we found. Um, a close second is respect. Um, and this one is so interesting. Um, but time and time again, we find that really what outside of flexibility respect is the most important thing uh, to keeping women engaged and, and happy in the workplace. Um, we found that you can have the best benefits in the world, fully remote work, um, you know, 26, 52 weeks paid leave, like best in class benefits, but it, unless you feel respected uh, to, to take advantage of those policies and respected um, as no, not only an employee, but also a mother or a caregiver, um, that's all in vain. Um, so getting flexibility and creating an inclusive workplace that really respects all employees um, are, are by far the two most critical factors. Absolutely. I've, I've definitely experienced that. And I think the flexibility component too, like there are so many things that come up that you can't plan for. And having that is just so, so important. Um, important. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I would say, you know, often it's not that, um, like, it's not that a, a shorter work week is even needed, but it's really that ability to kind of make the call um, that when that call comes um, and you need to pick up your your child at three um, who's sick like you feel empowered to be able to do that and and are trusted to do what you need to get the job done without a lot of a lot of oversight um, so yeah that one is absolutely so important yeah, yeah. So um, I noticed you have over 200,000 registered moms and 1,000 companies, including Procter & Gamble, BP, Miller Coors, AT&T. Uh, how are people using your platform? Can you kind of speak to that a little bit? 
Yeah, the growth um, across the marketplace, both from a mom looking for a job perspective and companies looking to hire has been really exciting. On the, on the mom side, we're adding 10 to 15,000 moms every month. Um, and we're working with over 60 Fortune 1000 companies and hundreds and hundreds of startups and medium-sized companies. So the growth has been really exciting. Um, I will start with the mom side and, and kind of what is the use case for them. Um, it's really to find awesome, rewarding work opportunities with companies that support and respect families. Um, moms are viewing us as that trusted curator of the best brands in the world to work for as a, as a parent. Um, and so we take that responsibility really seriously um, to earn and, and keep moms trust and, and find them jobs at some of the best companies in the world where they can really thrive. Um, we also find beyond sort of just finding work through the platform, uh, moms are excited to engage with the mom project. We find many of them feel pretty isolated in this journey of motherhood. Um, and so we've built out a lot of resources to help make that easier, whether that be finding the right childcare or building a beautiful resume if you've been out of the workforce. Um, we really want to be the one stop solution for moms to be able to navigate working motherhood. And then on the company side, um, pretty much every company that we work with have a, has a chart um, that shows that they do a great job of attracting female talent at the entry level. Um, but when it comes to that critical jump to manager, director, executive levels, um, they, they lose women. And that's not coincidentally, as many women are either leaving corporate America um, or opting out of the workforce for a period of time as they become mothers. And so our value proposition for them is that if you want to tap into experienced female talent, you got to work with a mom project. Um, we know that our moms are three times as likely to engage with an opportunity when it comes to the mom project than traditional talent acquisition channels. Um, so the mom project is really becoming the de facto place to hire incredibly talented uh, female um, talent. So um, it's really been a great kind of fit between the two. And so the growth and just the volume of, of women getting hired through the platform um, continues to grow at a, a really fast rate. So the fit has been really exciting. That must be really, really exciting. 10 to 15,000 per month um, is incredible. Um, Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah, we're excited. And, um, you know, I think we've just gotten so so deep on what are the issues and like the way that we're helping companies continues to evolve. Um, so, you know, for some companies we're, we're doing all of their parental leave coverage. So those gaps where, where you have moms and dads going out on leave doesn't get missed and there's business continuity to some it's pretty formal return to work programs um, like the one you spoke of and, and really programmatically helping companies set those up to succeed. So um, it's, it's been really cool for us to see the partnership take a bit different forms, um, but all really aligned to our mission of, of helping women remain and re-engage in the workforce. That's great. That's great. I'm curious, um, what are the big, biggest benefits or perks that you see and hear when you're talking to mothers and, and women wanting to wanting from an employer? 
Yeah. Um, again, it goes back to flexibility, uh, right? It's really interesting. We have uh, some data that we just pulled. We see uh, if a job goes from zero days uh, remote to just one day remote, we see a 77% increase in attractiveness um, of that job across our moms. Um, so certainly flexibility is a number one consideration as they're kind of thinking about the attractiveness of a job. Um, fair pay, of course. Um, benefits are important, I would say, depending on the, the parenting stage that you're at. Uh, paid family leave, um, the ability to leave work and, and still get paid and take care of aging parents is really important. Um, Childcare is something um, that a lot of parents are, are struggling with because the costs have become so high. Um, and so to the extent that an employer can make that, that access to high quality affordable childcare more of a reality is, is highly, highly coveted um, by moms. Um, so th those are just a few. Um, and then really creating an inclusive work environment where people feel like they can bring their whole self to work and not have to kind of hide behind the fact that they need to leave the office um, to pick their kids up from school and just be really open about, about family. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And even the childcare piece too, like the hours in which, um, you know, we're starting a spreadsheet for camps. I, I never realized for summer and like the childcare um, juggle it is during the summer. Um, you know, there's definitely, uh, there's a lot of things to take into consideration. Yeah. It really leaves no room for error. And I'm just like so amazed how we all figure it out um, because it certainly is not not easy and the new new norm is is two parents working um and so yeah it's it's really hard um so uh, it's been cool to see some of the the startups kind of tackling child care at a national level as well that's that's an area where we need to see more innovation Absolutely. I'm curious what you see some of the biggest barriers um, that, that you see in women looking to return to the workforce. Yes. No, these have come out kind of organically, but um, what barriers do you see? So Dr. Cohen, who leads uh, our MP labs, which is the research division of the mom project has done some really exhaustive research alongside actual um, women returning to work to understand what are those things holding them back and, and what is critical to driving success. So the number one thing that we found was validation. Um, validation for women returning to the workforce comes from several places we found. We know they want to know they're valued for their skills where gaps in paid work may have left them feeling ignored and left behind. And they want to know that they're valued for the contributions they can make in a company as a val individual contributor. And they wanna be able to show that to their family as well, um, that the time that they spent away from the workplace caring for family um, makes them no less desirable as an employee. So validation is really key. Um, the second thing that we found is support um, and that women who are re-entering the workforce want to know that their new employers are sincere about welcoming them back to the workforce and they see the need for their skills and experience. Often moms tell us how helpful it is when employers let others in the organization know 
that they're supportive of women coming back to work and where they don't feel they have to hide behind that gap in paid work. Um, so that is really, really important. And we see this play out um, just even in the interviewing process, right? Like you have to, if, if somebody's been out of the workforce, um, four, five, 10 years, and you put them through the same interviewing process as somebody who has no gap in, in their resume, um, that might be really challenging. Uh, so there's a lot of nuances that come into play when it comes to supporting the, these individuals. Third, again, is respect and, and women coming back to work um, want to work for an employer who shows respect for work-life integration. Um, we know that's paramount. It means these women know that they don't have to have to hide behind responsibilities outside of the workplace um, in, in a really sincere way. Absolutely. So um, in terms of the interviewing process and, and being able to kind of chat through those real world experiences that they had when they might have been out of the workforce, you know, we've really seen advantages of hiring people yeah. who've been out of the workforce, you know, fresh perspectives. Um, you know, I'm curious what advantages you hear from employers um, hiring returners or people who have been out of the workforce. Oh my gosh. I mean, they're just so impressed with um, how talented these women are. We have one customer, uh, it was the first return to work cohort that we'd, we'd run um, with them. And so I had the pleasure of, we had a lunch where we had the women who had, had joined the company and, and leadership and they called it the wow project, not the mom project, because they were just like so overwhelmed by how incredibly talented these women were coming back to work and I think they're productive. Um, they're highly skilled and in a market where, in a tightened labor market, companies need to tap into these pools of talent that they may have not discovered previously. And so I think, you know, they just, they, once they, they see the success, um, it's been so cool to see these programs grow in year two and three um, we now have companies who are hiring over 50 moms a year who are coming back to work. Um, and, and it really, the women speak for themselves. They're, they're highly competent, they're productive, um, and, they, and motherhood brings a lot of unique, unique strengths um, that integrate very well into the workplace. The WOW project. I love that. Um, <laughs> and I do feel like the um, there's a certain confidence as well that kind of comes um, after being a mom um, as well. Um, Absolutely. So I know one of my big hurdles coming back, um, technology, it changes so quickly over such a short period of time. I'm curious if there are things that women can do to stay current with technology or just skills in general um, so that they can better transition back um, when they do decide the time is right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, for anyone thinking of leaving the workforce, I would highly encourage you to keep this top of mind. Um, if you are leaving to think about how you can stay um, as relevant as possible. Um, I think, you know, a lot of it is in being really active on social media um, and even less from a skill perspective, but just keeping your network really warm is very important. Um, so when it comes time to go back to work, um, you, you have those people in your corner advocating for you. 
um, from a technology perspective, of course, it'll vary a bit depending on your profession. Um, but just keeping current with the latest, whether that be um, G Suite, Microsoft, um, if you're interested in technology, um, kind of the most in-demand skills. We actually see that coming back to work can be an incredible opportunity to potentially um, pivot in your career too, right? Like we have moms on our platform who maybe were educators in a past life but want to get into software engineering because they see that's where a lot of the job growth is happening. Um, so there's really cool platforms like Lambda Academy, uh, General, General Assembly, um, so that make it very easy and and often those those programs can be done remotely as well um, so so many great resources between linkedin and coursera udemy etc um, so I, I would say kind of aligning to what do you think you might want to do when you go back and how can you develop the skills that will make you really marketable yeah yeah and i would say keeping those on the radar right i think that's something that was hard for me like i said that i was going to be doing contracting you know and I, I i wish i had known about the mom project when i was out um but i think you know making sure that they don't get kind of lost because just the day-to-day -day gets busy um so keeping those things current is is great advice for sure yeah. Um, I know you've touched upon a number of these things, but I'm curious in terms of specific advice, um, you know, how can employers support people returning back to work? And, and what about managers? You've, you've mentioned flexibility and respect. Is there any other details that you think um, would be relevant to share? You know, if there are managers listening, for instance, who, who might be hiring somebody who's just returning to work? Yeah, I think, um, and we look at this across not only women who are coming back to work after an extended, maybe multi-year break, but also even just parental leave um, and kind of tracking what does best in class look like. Um, so I think, yeah, we talked flexibility, we talked respect. Um, I think getting really clear um, around expectations, what does success look like, transparency is really key. Um, for individuals coming back to work um, and trusting them to do a great job um, and setting them up with um, the resources they need um, and giving them that extra level of support is really key. But beyond that, I think it's really what any employee looks for, you know, transparency around goals, what success looks like, um, open communication and, and investment in their success and development. Um, but beyond that, I, I don't think that the needs are so different than um, any other individual um, taking a new job. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. So interviews can be scary, especially after it has been a while. Um, what advice do you have um, for somebody who hasn't been in the workforce and, and might be starting to interview? Confidence is key here. Um, you landed the interview because they think you're really talented. Um, so the interview is really your time to shine. Um, I, I practice, practice, practice. Um, I, that is probably my biggest piece of advice, whether it's through a career coach um, who is professionally trained on this, friends, your mirror, like just getting really tight around your message track, what you want to convey, how your skills and strengths align to the, the opportunity um, is the most important advice I can give. I, um, I really think that um, confidence, 
is so, so important. And think about like in advance, if they ask about that gap in your resume, how are you going to talk about that? Um, and don't, uh, the advice, everybody's a bit different, but the advice that I give is to own it. Like you were working hard um, <laughs> and, and talk about whether it was PTA or, or the organizational skills. Like, I just think there's so much respect for that, that work. And, um, and things are really changing around that. Um, so I would encourage you to kind of talk about it very openly and it's a point of pride. Absolutely. And I, I think the fact that you do have, you work with so many companies too, being able to interview with a company that does see that and, and respects that, um, that aspect of, of our life um, and, and really own that is, is awesome. Um, I'm curious if you have any advice for women who might have taken a step back in their career once they've re-entered, right? They've, there's been some time, um, they might have taken either a salary cut or, or potentially, um, you know, a title cut. I'm curious, like, what advice you have as, as women kind of navigate and kind of are figuring out their life back in, in the, the, the working world? Yeah, um... I think you've really got to create a roadmap for what it is you want. Um, take an inventory of what were you doing before you left the workforce? What are the new skills you gain while you've been out? And, and what is your passion? And how do you marry the two and map that into a career that makes a lot of sense? Uh, so I think being really crystal clear on what it is you want um, is the right first step. From there, you can activate your networks. Um, it's a lot easier if you know you want to be a digital marketer um, to ask friends to help you set up coffee meetings for people specifically in that field. The more prescriptive you can be better, the better. Um, I would certainly encourage them as well to create an account through the Mom Project. Um, we work with thousands of companies that are really eager to hire moms. Um, so we, we can make that process easier and, and more successful for you. Um, and just being really clear on what will work for you and your family. Do you need something that's fully remote? Do you want a, a part-time work schedule? Or are you ready to go back full-time? Um, so really having a strategy around what will, be, um, what will be the ideal scenario and then working backwards from there. Great advice. Okay. I'm curious if you can talk to me a little bit about your women's work initiative and why you created this offering. Yeah, absolutely. So we, um, one of our early investors is a really cool venture fund based in Atlanta. They're called Engage VC. Um, and they have the backing of some of the biggest Fortune 500 companies in Atlanta, like Invesco and and UPS, Delta Airlines, Georgia Pacific. And so we had the great honor of having great leadership sponsorship within these big companies. And, um, and what we found is they were all looking to hire women returning to work. And so what we found was we could potentially be able to scale the impact faster if we, rather than just on a company by company approach, if we scaled it to a community wide initiative. Um, so we were able to get the mayor involved of Atlanta, Mayor Bottoms, who's a working mom herself, um, as well as the partnership of these executives um, to create this goal around helping stimulate workforce participation in the city of Atlanta by bringing women back to the work. 
course at these awesome companies and it was a huge success. Um, the moms found amazing work opportunities. The executives were so excited about um, the talent they were able to tap into. The mayor had a objective around one Atlanta creating diversity and, and workforce participation. So it kind of hit all these really important themes. And so we soon had women writing us from all over the country um, saying, hey, I'm, I'm trying to get back to work. I love what you're doing in Atlanta. Can you bring that to my city? Um, so that's exactly what we did in 2019. We, we took the Women's Work Initiative from Atlanta um, to a national level, going city by city, aligning with companies looking to hire women coming back to work. Um, so we brought it to New York, San Francisco last year. We're bringing it to um, Chicago next. Um, and so it's really kind of an, an effort to work with some of the best brands in the world, um, civic leaders, to really be able to unlock female participation at scale. That's really exciting. Fantastic. Um, so thank you so much, Allison, for being here to talk about this important topic. I've really, really enjoyed just having the time with you and, and getting to know you and hearing all of this. Um, there's a lot that we can do as employers to design and support a better workplace. Uh, I'm excited to see what the future brings. Um, speaking of the future, uh, what's that look like for the MOM Project? Yeah, so our, our vision at the MOM Project is really to be able to close this $800 billion motherhood labor gap. We know um, it's a huge opportunity to get moms working in large numbers in ways that work for their families and reflect the new realities of the modern American family. Um, so we're excited about the future of growing from 250,000 moms today to millions and millions and being able to serve them in, in more ways and continuing to align with some of the best companies in the world like HubSpot and Facebook and P&G. Um, to design a better workplace, uh, not only for the women of today, um, but our future generation of leaders, our daughters. So um, we've got some pretty bold plans and, and are excited to be on this journey. And, and um, yeah, the work has been so rewarding. I feel so lucky to get to wake up and do this every day and um, incredibly grateful for, for all of the great partnerships that we have to make this all possible. Yes, yes, yes. I love to hear all of it. <laughs> Thank you to our listeners for tuning into this episode of Culture Happens, HubSpot's podcast all about the future of work and company culture. 